As I sit here in the studio, listening to the rain outside, candles on, Coors Banquet in hand, I would like to raise raise my, my can, my glass. I'd like to raise my drink to each and every single one of you who has tuned in to listen to an episode of the Thousand Ways to Say the Same Thing podcast. I could not have done it without you guys. Couldn't have done it without the things that you guys have done for me and allowed me to do for you. Allowed me to do for myself to end up helping you guys out in whatever way that I can. It is 1035 uh, at night on Thursday, November 28th. So it's actually Thanksgiving. I know I got. I promised you guys the Thanksgiving episode, but it kind of occurred to me that most people probably weren't going to listen on Thanksgiving because they were busy doing stuff with family. So why, why would I put it out then? I put it out on Friday. So this episode is going to be available to you guys Friday, the 29th, Black Friday, the Black Friday, the Thanksgiving Black Friday episode. I don't have anything to sell. Not yet, anyway. Things are in the works and things will be coming out soon. And I will definitely announce when stuff like that is going to be going down. But to talk about Thanksgiving and the things that we're grateful for, I am grateful for each and every single one of you who has accessed it from the website, who has accessed it from their phone, who's gone on YouTube and watched it, anything, anything, shared it, listened to it, talked about it, everybody. I can't, I can't express to you how much that means to me. My, my entire life, my, my whole life as a kid, the things that I've always wanted to do, one thing that I always wanted to do was, was be a, a motivational speaker, something like Tony Robbins, um, like a Tony Robbins where he goes around giving seminars and talking to people about how to better themselves and how to do this kind of stuff and do that kind of stuff. And he's kind of like people's gurus and whatnot. And, and you know, as, as times change, as times change, that thought never lost, like left my mind. But as times change, it, it kind of became more apparent that I can do it in a different way. I don't necessarily, you know, I don't have to put on seminars. I don't have to do, I don't have to go out and, you know, try to sell tickets and sell out events and that kind of stuff. I can just put it out there, put it out there the same way and reach, you know, hopefully one day reach the same kind of audience that someone like Mr. Robbins does. But being a, being that kind of speaker, that motivational speaker, that, accountability coach that kind of stuff that's always been a bit of passion of mine and, and you guys have made that passion come true and i can't thank you enough for it uh thanksgiving what can i say it's a day of thanks it's a day to show off how grateful you are it's a day to, day to be with friends and family a day to 
to kind of reflect on on the year up to that point and it really kind of think about the things that you're grateful for and there's two sides to it there's the negative side and the positive side uh, i'm gonna negative first you know negative first sometimes most times if if you don't have somebody to share it with if you don't have anyone to be around on this kind of day you know that is definitely a negative a negative outlook that is that's done it's a negative it's a negative truth it's just kind of what's going on that day not everyone can spend the time with family they're either far away they don't have any family there's something going on you know that that pro- prohibits them from actually being able to celebrate thanksgiving and, and you know and that's that's not it's not good it's not good you know it's really hard for it's really hard for anyone to be alone on on a holiday so to everybody out there who didn't have a great thanksgiving who who couldn't spend it with family couldn't spend it with friends who couldn't you know get away from work uh, i i want you to get i want i from the deepest part of my heart want to let you guys know that i'm thankful for all of you i'm thankful for everybody out there who's working hard who didn't feel like they had that good of a Thanksgiving. I want to wish you a, a happy Thanksgiving and, and the rest of the year. I hope all the holidays are better for you. And if you guys ever need anything, uh, I, I'm always here. You guys can always reach out to me and I can always, I can always be that, that person for you if you need, if you need something. Um, and then on the, on the, you know, positive note, being able to spend that day with friends and family is, is a blessing that, a lot of people might take for granted and if they're not in that situation where they can't they don't really know so everybody who had a great thanksgiving i'm, I'm glad <clears throat> i'm glad that you guys had to have the other another opportunity to spend that with family and friends and and really you want to think about how how lucky you are to spend another another day with with everybody because not every day is uh guaranteed you know not tomorrow's not guaranteed so make sure make sure that you don't just see that family on Thanksgiving. Uh, make sure you reach out to them and you talk to them and you make sure they stay in your life. Now, <clears throat> I kind of wait. I, I was supposed to put an episode out earlier on this week. I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday. Well, Wednesday or today, probably early, but... Um, the person who was supposed to come and record it and everything kind of just got mixed matched and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't make it up. So this episode is just me and, and, uh, I just, I just wanted to, cause I knew I was going to see different members of my family. I knew I was going to see a lot of people today, <clears throat> spend a lot of time and really be, be able to take it all in. So I went in with, I went in with a, with a different perspective that I haven't, had in a while and uh and came out of it with with what we're going to talk about today and it's it's actually something that I am very very glad that I did but usually usually as kind of like a as a kid as a kid of of divorce a child of the big d word you know sometimes holidays are rough because you have to go you know, you have to go 
growing up, before you're an adult, before you have a choice, you, you know, it's chosen for you who you get to go see and who you get to go hang out with. And that always kind of fucked up the holidays for me because, <clears throat> you know, it was just a big hassle. You know, I, I didn't really have to worry about the big details, but it was always kind of weird how it was like, why is my family not all together? Why are they not all together at the same time? You know, it wasn't until later and when I started understanding what was going on, it started making sense. But I've always had this weird, weird affinity. F- uh, affinity? No, affiliation. This weird affiliation with holidays, especially towards like holidays like my or like things like my birthday and then holidays like big holidays like Thanksgiving or Christmas because those are. Those are like the big hitter holidays, you know. Those those holidays are the ones where everyone gets together. So every you know, every year my parents would switch off and and I have to I I like I I I'd have to go between, you know, both both houses or you know, my mom sometimes was out, out of state, so I'd have to fly over there and spend like a week or so out there and uh out in Kansas and then fly back and it's just like as a kid you're kind of just like oh I get to fly out again <clears throat> but it's it's still a little uncomfortable and then as you progress and as you get older as you get older and you can start making decisions on like where you go I don't know that same like as, at least for me that same kid doesn't really want to that that kid can't really drop that habit I can't really drop that habit so in holidays like this it's I try to see everybody because my whole life I've kind of just been like, why aren't you coming to spend time with me on the week on, you know, on your holidays, <clears throat> even though it was out of my choice. Like it wasn't, it wasn't out of, it was out of my control. So I, I definitely still am in that mode where like I had to see everybody. So today, today on my Thanksgiving, I had to go from one, I started off at, uh, just at home and then we, uh, cruised over to the grocery store and we got some stuff for uh bailey's parents so we saw her uh we saw we saw her dad and her stepmom and then after that we came back home got ready then we had to go to my mom's house my mom separating it and celebrating it with my aunt with with my aunt on her side and they're about you know about 45 50 yeah like 35 45 miles away in the rain and all that stuff it was pretty pretty crazy it was like an hour and a half to get there and then we were there for some time. <clears throat> we were there for about a couple hours, ate dinner, and then from right around five thirty, six o'clock, we had to leave and go to my dad's celebration. And then we were with my dad, and uh, and then we finally got home. We got home around nine, which was fantastic for a holiday because we got home around nine. It was insane. But you know, being able to stop by and see everybody, uh, thinking about it, going back on it, where it's thinking about it from a different perspective, you know, not only did I get to see both sides of my family, like, like my mom's family and my dad's family, I, you know, I, I, I get to see them. I don't, I don't have to, it's not a hassle to see them. I I get to see them and I get to see them healthy and happy and I get to spend time with them. And that's, uh, that's something I'm, I was very fortunate to do, and I'm, I hope a lot of you guys were very fortunate to do that as well. There was something 
kind of profound that my my grandpa said that kind of stuck with me um that kind of stuck with me and and right after we were done eating uh right after my grandpa felix and he's been on the show it was like one of the very early episodes you you all heard that guy so i i would talk to him he was just kind of sitting there and me and um cowboy santi were sitting there we just finished eating at least uh, at least me, at least I was, and my grandpa sits there. We're just cleaning up and putting all the food together, all the leftovers. Because at our house there was, oh, well, at my mom's house there was like me, uh, Bailey, Santi, brothers and sisters. I would say there's at least twelve to fifteen, sixteen people there. And there was enough food to feed all of us and have plenty of leftovers. And he goes, <clears throat> he's cleaning it all up. We're all putting it all together. And he kind of sits back and he looks at it and he goes, look at all this food. Look at all this food. This is this is what we have left over. This is what we have left over. Everyone's eaten. Everyone's full. Everyone's happy. But this is what we have left over. Like, this is this. All this food is a feast for somebody. And he says, when I was, you know, when when I was when I was younger and, and we were celebrating Thanksgiving here like the most food that we had was a big pot of beans and and i just kind of say he kind of pauses for a second and then he looks at he looks at me and my he looks at the food he looks at me and my cousin he goes we're rich man we're really rich and and it's like it's like when you think about it, in whatever context you want to, if you take you take money out of the equation, you take money out of the equation, you take power, fame, any of that out of the equation. All my grandpa sitting there is talking and talking about is there's food for everybody, and we're all together. And 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 he just he's like we're rich. We're rich. And and that it just kind of took me aback because it was like, you know, financially, you know, financially, whatever you want, financially, not in the best spot. You know, I don't know how many, I don't know who, who is. Health wise, health wise, I'm very lucky. You know, lucky with, with the opportunities that I'm having going on in my life and and but take all that take finances take opportunities take all that out of the equation everything that's going on positively for me if i'm if i don't have any of that at that moment the thing that i have is you know a full a full belly and and my family and all the love and support from each and every one of them and that's where it's just like he's right he's right and and you really have to sit and take that back on you really have to sit back take it and kind of marinate it inside where all the things that you feel like you don't have at the current moment all the things that you feel like like you want or need you really have to sit and think about what you have now what's around you now so to everybody who is in that same situation who has family to be around who has loved ones around them supporting them be grateful for that. And then for my and for for everyone who doesn't, 
you have to think about the things that you do have. You do have yourself, your sanity, your health, everything that's going on for you, with you, because of you. You have to think like that. You have to think positively. You have to be thankful for yourself. You really do. If if you don't, if 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 at the end of the day you can't even be thankful for what you do for yourself, then then you do have to find a way to do that. Because if you can't love yourself, if you can't be positive about yourself, how is how is anyone else supposed to satisfy that? How is anything else supposed to satisfy if if that if you can't if you can't do that for yourself? So he goes on to say that the one person he's like the one thing the one thing that had made this all possible everything that's that's been that's been made possible is is made by by God it's made by him and <clears throat> now whatever it is that you believe in you know if it's if it's God if it's Jesus if it's Allah if it's you know Buddha if it's I don't know I'm trying to list, list off my deities Anybody, anybody out there, if it's the universe, if it's whatever, even if it's nothing, even if it's nothing, there's, there's, there's stuff to be thankful for. Now, everyone who believes in a higher power, uh, everyone who's believing in a higher power, who thinks that, you know, that there's something out there controlling fate. Yeah, absolutely. You got to be thankful for that because if it wasn't for... If it wasn't for that, then, you know, uh, ATTG or, yeah, all thanks to God or everything goes up. You know, if you heard that saying, you do have to be thankful. You know, if if it wasn't for, I'm a strong believer in, in the universe and the way that the universe works and what the universe does for people and for everybody, especially if you invest in it. If you invest in the universe and invest in yourself, things do happen, and and I'm a strong believer of that. So I'm very thankful for, I'm very thankful for the universe and what it's done for for me personally, and and I'm very thankful for the universe bringing me, you know, the uh, giving me the opportunity to make the show for you guys and for myself. I remember back in uh, a couple of. Maybe like five or six years ago, I remember. So there's another thing that happened to me on a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and and stuff always seems to seems to happen to me on on Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, whether it's like having to go from one place to another, uh, one parent's house to another parent's house, dealing with that kind of trauma, um, you know, those good conversations you have, all that, all that kind of stuff. Um. But back there was a my grandma my 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 grandmother on my mom's side is very very religious very very Catholic and there she's just grown up that way uh, her whole life and she goes to church every day at least five or six times a week but you know there's periods of time where she was raising me so I would go to church with her and. And we'd sit and pray together and all that kind of stuff. She's always been a big believer in in God. And you don't have to be a be a big believer in God to for like to believe in charity and do things for other people. And at the church that she goes to, 
uh, for Thanksgiving, they do, they, I think most churches do some sort of volunteer work, but there was a, uh, there was an opportunity to, uh, volunteer at the church for Thanksgiving. And it was like prep Thanksgiving food, you know, prep Thanksgiving food, prep the hall, like the, the show, like the, the hall, big hall for all the homeless and, and, you know, unfort like in, and people who are in less fortunate situations and they could come in, have a Thanksgiving meal. So they have like Turkey, like Turkey gravy, mashed potatoes, like a biscuit, something like vegetables, prepping all that, cooking all that and kind of handing it out. And <clears throat> there was one, uh, I mean, that in itself was kind of eye opening for me. Cause you know, as a young kid, as a young kid, you don't really get exposed to that too much. Your parents try to, at least my parents, no. I mean, most parents, I think, have a good sense of showing their kids that there are less fortunate out there, but I don't think they expose them to them. They don't expose their children to that situation because it's just not their current state of being, if that makes sense. Most, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're made aware of it. But you never really understand. And, you know, me personally, I, I probably I still don't understand because of the fact that I've never really been in a in a situation where, you know, I haven't had a home to live in, um, at least, you know, uh, at least in a situation that wasn't caused by myself and other parties. It was like, you know, I was homeless or I didn't have anything to eat. I'd never been in that situation. But. I was volunteering and and it was just insane to me the amount of people that were just coming in and getting stuff to eat. It was men and women and children, just everybody, all shapes and sizes were coming in and they just had nothing to eat on Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, like I said, has always been my favorite holiday, so it, it kind of really bummed me out where it was like, oh man, that's... You know, you really have to be thankful for, for what it is that you have. Now, that in itself was an experience that I had. And then the other thing that I experienced, there was, uh, like, my dad my dad and my grandma were volunteering with me as well. <clears throat> and uh, my dad and my grandma were volunteering with me as well. And at the time, my dad had worked at the same job for... <sighs> what was it like at that point maybe like eight nine six seven eight nine ten years something like that and he he worked in the office and then there were guys that would do the manual labor type stuff outside and they had uniforms they had shirts that they would wear and I, my dad was you know doing all the serving stuff helping people out giving all stuff and then and I would always hang out at my dad's work so I knew what the shirts looked like I know what the company company name was and there was a couple of the guys that had that I had seen in the yard I there, I'd seen the I I recognized the shirt I'd seen what what it was that they were wearing and it just kind of flabbergasted me because it was like wait this this my my dad knows this guy my dad knows this guy directly what is what what and and I don't know. It just kind of bothered me. Where it was like my dad is, um, my dad works 
at the same place as this guy and, and, you know, we're fortunate and why is this guy not in the same situation? It was just a really confusing experience, but I just, I had always been, I'd always been just kind of fixated on that whole turn of like turn of events. It just kind of was just kind of eye opening uh, for me where it was like, things probably aren't as equal and it's not, my dad's fault it's not that guy's fault it's just kind of the the way things go so you you do really have to sit back and and kind of kind of think kind of think about again think about what it is that you have because things could definitely be worse things could definitely be worse and i know things probably don't feel like that if things are going bad but you know if if uh If if you're struggling, you have to remember that the, the struggle that you're facing is a test to see if you're truly committed to the life that you say that you want. And, and I know people are struggling out there. I know people are happy out, out there. It's just about it's just about staying hard. It's just about staying hard and about, about moving forward. And I know that's easier said than done, <clears throat> but I can't I can't stress enough how how important those things are, and those qualities are are in my in my life and, and the things that I do. Yeah. Um. There was another another experience about you know that happened later. There was a it it, it kind of popped up as I was thinking about the charity thing that, that we had done, the, the volunteer work at the, uh, at the, at the church, there was a radio show on, uh, in San Diego called Jeff and Jer. And they were on the radio for a really long time. And they had gone off the air maybe five, six years ago, something like that. Uh, radio show called Jeff and Jer. And they had this thing called breaking and entering Christmas. <laughs> and it's, it's, it was very, they did it. They helped. They they facilitated it. They kind of you kind of got in contact with them, and they helped everybody out. But the premise of the program, the premise of the thing that happened was, they would go in, or you would they would you whoever they was that they selected, or they because they selected many people, they uh, they would basically get an in with the people that worked. Uh, the person who like came up and cause it was never the person directly who was getting helped out. It was the, it was always somebody that saw that they needed some help. So they got in contact with that person. The person somehow managed to get a hold of a key or knew when they were going to be away from work. And when they were the, when everyone was out of the house, they would kind of, they would break in essentially not illegally, they had a key to the house, and I mean, it was kind of like breaking and entering. It definitely was breaking and entering because <laughs> uh, we didn't have permission. But they would break into the house and they would decorate everything. They would decorate the whole place. They put a tree. They'd put presents. They put food. They put all this kind of stuff in 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 this house in the in in the house where people were less fortunate. And my my dad had gotten in contact with. Uh, he knew someone. He knew someone who knew someone who was in a situation that needed a lot of help. 
Um, and he reached out to the show, and the show was like, "Yeah, we'll we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it." And you know what? It was uh, Steve Finley, right? It was a pitcher from the Padres. A pitcher from the Padres was a pitcher, or was it a? I don't feel there. I don't know. He was a. He was a. He's just. A, he's a baseball player, professional baseball player for the Padres. Um, he actually was there and he helped out, and, and uh. So my my dad got in contact. He knew somebody who knew somebody who needed help. He pulled me out of school, and they were like, "This is the day we're gonna do it." And I went with him, and we went into this apartment for for this lady. I I didn't really know who she was, but my dad knew, so I was like, oh, "Okay." Uh, so we broke into. <laughs> that's basically what it was. We kind of broke into this apartment with the landlord's help, and when we walked inside, it's a one bedroom apartment. It's a one bedroom apartment, and there's the. You know, there's the one room. It's the one room, and the ta- uh, the chair, and the kitchen. Oh, the the bed that was a f- like the futon, uh, roll away like pull out couch, kitchen, and the one bedroom. And in this one bedroom, it was there was like three beds for three different kids, and the pull out couch that was in the front, and then in the kitchen. I don't know. I I, I don't know how many people have ever been to Mexico. Or been to or gone through TJ or done anything, but the thing that happens in TJ, um, in the line to get back into the United States, back at the border patrol, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people who go out there and they kind of and they have a bunch of snacks, like a bunch of gum and a bunch of candies and chips and all that kind of stuff, and they kind of go back and forth and sell it, and they sell it to the cars in between because it takes hours to get from Mexico back into the U.S. And there was one of these, there was like two or three of these little boxes, just little setup boxes, like trays of candies and snacks that were priced out. And they were using that and they were going down there and like to the border, I, I would say at least occasionally to hand stuff like that out. That or they were doing that over here and like over here and, and handing them out to whoever. And selling them to whoever. And it was just kind of surreal to me. Because here I am. I'm this. You know I'm like this. I was in middle school. or I was in like middle school or high school. I was like. I was a preteen. I was like anywhere between like 12 and 14 years old when this happened. Um, I'm like 10. And, there was like a wide. Like 10 and 13. Somewhere between that range where that happened. And. I was holy shit that was 10 years ago. Oh my god. No my that was crazy. Yeah, that must have been like 10 years ago. I just feel like it was so close. No, that must have been anywhere between like 8 and 10 years ago. Anyway, here I am this young like this young teenage boy who, you know, plays sports, has friends and has never really who's never like really been exposed to that kind of stuff. And here I am like the kids, I didn't see the kids, but I was told that the kids were the same age as me or roughly the same age as me. And 
you know, these kids are sharing a one bedroom apartment with their mom and having to sell stuff. And like, I just couldn't comprehend that. And sitting back on it, it's just looking at it now. It's kind of surreal to me where like, I don't, I don't know how anyone could, how anyone could do that, you know, without, without feeling like it's kind of hopeless, like putting that, being put in that situation so I'm not sure where they are now, but what ends up happening, uh, well, there's a, like they bought a big, uh, U-Haul truck. They bought a, bought a big U-Haul truck. They had decorators come in, clean the place, clean the place, like clean it, decorate it. Um, they filled the fridge with food. They filled the cabinets with food. They put up a Christmas tree. They left presents under the tree, you know, and it was just kind of like, it was like a real, it was like a real Santa, like a, like a real kind of Santa Claus experience. And I could, I could only imagine, I could only imagine on my standpoint, walking into something like that and being kind of amazed, but diving deeper into how those kids must feel and how those, how the mom must've felt like, that's something I, I don't think I'll ever understand because I'll never, I, I probably, I probably, and, and hopefully will never be put in a situation where, you know, I, I'd be struggling like that. And that's something that I'm, you know, thankful for because I can only be thankful for that with the support system that I have. And not everyone again is that lucky, but it 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 definitely it definitely could it definitely could be worse from the situation that you're at now. Um, so that was just another thing that that ended up happening. That it, it's one of those eye-opening kind of things, at least to me, that always kind of that kind of sparked this whole journey into wanting to help others and and wanting to dive deep into the I don't know the the emotions and and psyche into into just other people and and help them get out of that help them the best I can get out of the spot that that they are currently in and and I'm just I'm still sitting here trying to do that, I guess, to the best of my ability. Um, yeah, we're we're rich. We're rich, man. Um, so then, and then another, then an interesting thing happened later on in uh, in the evening, where at my at my dad's Thanksgiving. I had um family member family member didn't show up. Uh they chose not to show up. They chose to to omit themselves from the evening, which upset a lot of people and particularly my my uncle cuz he was the host and and my dad and my grandma and my <clears throat> and my my aunt um who were all really like close and tight knit. Uh all they were all pretty upset and I couldn't 
you know, I was sitting there trying to understand what was going on. I like, I was hearing back and forth, just how everyone was just kind of chattering with each other. And then, and then people got kind of loud. And then, and then the, it's the, they brought mariachis, they brought the mariachis in and they're just fucking blasting music, bro. And it's crazy. And, uh, and everyone's just getting really heated and, and I'm sitting there and my dad's to my left and I just tell him like, look, this is what my grandpa said earlier. This is my grandpa. This is what he, his ex father-in-law, this is what my grandpa said to me earlier. And he, and, and my dad's in there with his arms crossed. He's really frustrated. And I'm like, look, this is what, this is what he said. Like, we're rich. We're rich, man. Like what else could you want? Like what else at this current moment could you want aside from being from being around your family, being around your family? There's a fucking group of five guys playing music in front of you. Like you have food, good food. What else could you possibly want? And and then he uncrossed his arms and he was like, "You're right." And and I was like, "You're goddamn right. I'm right." And and you know that's that's just kind of where the night went. And I said the same thing to my, to my aunt who was still, who was kind of upset about it. And I was like, look, and she's like, you're right too. Like there's really, aside from, aside from having family, aside from having a support system around you, you know, there's what else, what else could you possibly have besides your self resilience? But if you don't need to rely on that self resilience, a hundred percent of the time, and you do have that support system, that's, that's very important. That's very important. So <sighs> Thanksgivings are always super eventful and uh very very emotional times and you know, I can't I can't ask for uh I can't ask for really anything else. Uh you know, a lot of good food, a lot of swell times, a lot of fun fun jokes and stuff to be around and I'm very, very, uh, very thankful. <clears throat> so I made a, a little bit of a boo-boo last time. <laughs> I posted on Instagram. I posted on Instagram that I was going to uh, answer questions, and I never ended up answering them on the last episode, so I'm going to answer them now again, which is something that's <laughs> completely surreal to me that I have people messaging me for me to answer the questions. So again, I'm like uh, nothing but nothing but gratitude to all these guys. Uh, <laughs> um, so someone asked, I was asked, uh, new goals for 2020 or just a different approach to the same game. Um, that's a good question. It's definitely a good question. Uh, goals for 2020. Uh, I'm definitely, definitely want to come go into the year go into 2020 at at least 90 percent full health in full health restored back to my knees and back to my wrist um i'm definitely working with a lot of different things that are like recovery techniques and tools and stuff that are working i don't know how many people have ever used a uh a a buffer like just one of those black and decker buffers that people use for their cars right my dad got one of those and uh i kind of commandeered it like jack sparrow did and i've just been using it to really massage the shit out of my knees and and my wrist and and everything's definitely feeling a lot better um so goals for 2020 
come back into 2020 healthy, uh, go into 2020 healthy and, and definitely compete, uh, definitely be, be a contender. Uh, right now I'm, I think I'm sitting top somewhere in the top 10. Uh, you know, I'm going to say top 20 to be safe until I verify it in a second. Um, if my computer will fucking load. Uh, it's going to take a minute because I'm running all this. But compete. Compete as best as I can. Uh, I would like to do... I'm de- I'm going to go to the under-25 national championships up north. Up north in the... Uh, where is that? Where It's like... It's up there, kind of like in the Bay Area. In the Bay Area. So we're going to be up there in February. We're going to be up there in February. And then... Oh, number nine. Sick. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, There's two guys on here. Two guys on here that I'm kind of confused about. So it's anyone... Top, top ten. Top ten. So try to try to get higher up on that on that list. Try to get higher up on that list. Top top five. Top five is the goal. And then eventually top one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um So U twenty five in February, nationals in May out in Chicago. I would like to do one or two meets in between just to kind of keep keep going, keep getting platform time. Um, really big goal just to stay healthy for all of 2020 because I'm fucking sick and tired of um sick and tired of being being injured. Uh, AO final uh, AO series three in Vegas because that one's always a fun one to do. Then maybe AO finals depending on where that one is. I haven't looked at where that one is, but hit all the big meets and and. Do my best, really. Do my best. As far as numbers, shit. As far as numbers, I would like to. I would just like to. I like to get stronger. I'd like to have a bigger snatch and a bigger clean and jerk. Um, I would definitely like to hit a two hundred kilo clean and jerk sometime soon because I just two hundred keys, man. That's that's brazy. Um, one ninety felt really good and. Breaking down with this injury, kind of breaking down and, and working on things I haven't done before. It's uh, everything's kind of coming together a little bit better. So hopefully that'll get pieced together with with clean and jerk and snatch. Hopefully snatch will kind of pick up too. Um, so I kind of answered that question too because someone asked to go into any American Opens this year. So yeah, AO three in Vegas and then hopefully finals. My, uh, <laughs> my, uh, Jacob, my, my buddy Jacob out in Arkansas, uh, I love that, love my guy out there. He asked me for drills to prevent my spine from coming out of my butt during a clean. Um, I would definitely say, I definitely say, make sure that you're, that you're, that you're bracing all the way through your lift. Uh, don't, don't, don't 
not Bryce in the bottom. <laughs> Fucking do your best to uh to receive the bar <laughs> to receive the bar better and don't let that shit crash on you to to force your your little spine to tickle your tickle your butt and almost come out. Um <laughs> What are these questions, bro? I didn't even look at these questions. Who's screening these? Farts plus squatting. How to not shit yourself during heavy squats. Uh, I definitely say you want to make sure that you shit way before you train. And then sometimes, you know, sometimes you might just have to take the L if you're going for like a PR attempt. You know, if you're like trying to squat like say like 300 keys and you have to shit and you're like, I can't go. I like I can't go shit. And you feel the shit coming out right out right out of you bounce out of the bottom. You might just have to take the L and then take the dub, you know, whichever one is, whichever one, whichever one is, which is, it's kind of up to you. Um, that's not a, that's not a question. It says it right there. Not a question. Uh, but if you make a shirt with your logo and never break the chain on it, I'll buy it. You know what? Great idea. Great idea. And speaking of like merchandise and stuff, that's definitely in the works and that's definitely going to be coming out soon. Um, so yeah, those are, those are the questions. Uh, I, I hope, I hope everyone was enjoyed. I hope everyone enjoyed this short little podcast. I know it's, it was got a little bit more emotional and a little bit more deep. Um, I'm just, I'm just really thankful for everybody. And I, uh, I want to do, I, I wish and I hope that everyone who's listening had uh, the best possible, best possible day that they had yesterday, uh, or today for Thanksgiving, and yesterday when you listen to this podcast. I hope everything that you, everything you experienced yesterday was was as good as it possibly could be, and and just know that whether you have that support system or whether you're your own support system, you have a lot to be thankful for as far as who you are and what you do for yourself and others around you even though some people might take it for granted you know that you're a better person because of what you do when no one is looking so um yeah i'm just i'm just very grateful for everybody everybody who's ever listened everyone who's ever touched the button touched the logo touched uh the, their screen in in uh in any reference or way towards this, this podcast. Now comes the, uh, now comes just the, the little bit of ending that I have. Um, I'm very, I'm very grateful for everyone's support. And if you, if you guys can do me the favor of, uh, of just sharing, liking, sharing, reviewing this podcast, talking about how good it is, just kind of share it with other people you know, post it on your story, post it on whatever, just say something, say something. I appreciate it. Any review will do. Um, five star, five star rating is absolutely, uh, not necessary, but if you want to be, if you want to be good to me, uh, I would appreciate that. Um, the website websites up, uh, new website stuff is going to be coming out this weekend. I'm definitely, I'm going to be starting the blog pretty soon. That blog is coming out. Um, where I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll still be doing the podcast, but I'm still gonna be, I'm just gonna blog where I can't do 
if I can't get a, an episode, a, a podcast episode up, I'm just going to be writing in between and a lot of just stuff that I think and stuff that I read and stuff that I find that's important. That's going to be coming out soon too. Um, uh, Patreon, there is a Patreon. So if you do want to support the podcast and support, uh, support me and just support the studio and, and everything that we do here, uh, you can go find that www.patreon.com slash thousand ways podcast. Uh, any any incremental help and then if you if you do donate there is a some benefits for you you guys will be <clears throat> you guys will be have some access to some exclusive uh podcast audio and video and uh a bunch of coaching stuff if you're interested in the the weightlifting part of of what i do um and then uh, on top of all the weightlifting stuff that i do i do i am doing some remote coaching kind of stuff so if you're interested, if you need a coach, if you need programming, you can always contact me. We can always get that going. If you're uh, if you're close in like the Southern California area, or if you're across the country, across the world, whatever, whatever you want to do, I'm uh, I'm all ears. I'm I'm ready to help. I'm ready to go. So uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate everything that you guys do and say and support. And uh, yeah, if you guys ever need anyone to talk to, need some advice, need uh, need someone to to vent to, I'm. I'm here. You can reach me uh, at all my contact stuff on Instagram or Twitter or uh, the website. All that stuff kind of just kind of just bleeds right back to me. So thank you for listening to episode number 30 of the podcast. Uh, I know this one was a little bit more low-key and not as exciting. I'm going to get some more stuff recorded this weekend and uh, out ready to go for uh, for next week first week of uh yeah kind of yeah first week of december almost into the new year baby christmas time christmas time is here happiness and cheer and then uh the new year's and then we're just back at it with 2020 so uh in the next what is it today's the 28th how many days of november are there 30 30 days, 1, 2, yeah, 1, 2, 31. So there's 33 days left of the year. 33 days left of the year. What can you do with it? What can you do with 33 days? Don't wait until don't wait until New Year's to start something. Start something now and then go into the new year with uh, with a new task or a new new talent, a new skill, something and something that you're trying trying hard to do. So thank you everybody. Thank you for listening and I will be back with you, back to you with another episode uh coming up next week. I'm going to try to shoot for two to three episodes a week. So thank you guys. Have a I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving and hope you guys have a fabulous rest of November. And uh, see you in in December. All right, all right, everybody. Have a have a great rest of your week. Goodbye.